Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Well, it's interesting. The first article we're going to talk about when I read the headline, I actually thought the Minister for Agriculture was rolling in behind the New Year diet fad, but um, it's slightly wider than that. Yeah, this is Kira Phelan's piece in the Irish Examiner, and it's about portion sizes. Indeed, yes. The, the minister is. It, it, look, to be fair to, to Charlie McConnell, he's he's been on point with this all the way along about food waste. And what he's saying here is that restaurants and food outlets need to cut down the amount of food they put on consumers' plates in order to reduce waste. He's saying when you look at Ireland, we we have a much higher than normal uh, food wastage when you when you look at it in the context of Europe, and some of that is obviously households. About thirty one percent of the of the food waste comes from households. But um, food service and restaurants account for nearly a, a, a quarter of it. So what he's saying is, look, this idea of, of, of just piling plates high and then seeing the plates coming back with a load of food waste on it, what he'd prefer to see is that, um, you know, portion sizes are smaller and then if people want more, they can ask for more rather than necessarily just having it having it wasted. Yes, it's a, it's a good point. I mean, the obesity levels in Ireland are the second highest in Europe. Um, and I wonder whether the portion sizes are all about, ah, oh, come on, now, throw an extra bit of this in and throw a bit of extra that in. And nobody likes to get a half empty plate. There is a tradition, I don't know whether it's in the Donnelly household, whereby, you know, if you don't leave full from a restaurant, you haven't had value for money. Yeah, and, and, and I think that this will be this may spark the other part of the conversation where, you know, people will turn around going, Oh, well the restaurants are giving me less food on my plate, does that mean they're going to charge me less? Or do we see shrinkflation um, mm-hmm. as we've saw in, in, in plenty of, of of other parts of the, the, the food industry? So I, I look, I think if if you dig too deeply into this, you can start getting yourself into a in, in, into a whirlwind. What Charlie McConnell was just trying to say is look, can we just cut down the food wastage rather than than, than anything else and I think that in and of itself is a good idea and he wants people to uh, go without the doggy bag because they think that mm-hmm. encourages more waste as well I'm sure the types of restaurants you eat in Joe don't provide doggy bags you know when, when you <laughs> yeah, McDonald's, when stars, McDonald's does not provide have, doggy bags when, yeah that's because the food just comes in a paper bag anyway <laughs> but uh, Anyway, Aidan, um, let's move on to Owen Burke Kennedy's piece in the Irish Times about the Irish exchequer returns yeah, the government um, used, look, this is obviously, we've known this for quite some time, but the exchequer returns have come through. And again, they've been very, very strong for the full year of 2023. There was a general government surplus of $7.8 billion, which is very good. Again, though, we point out that the source of this surplus is the usual places like VAT and more importantly, corporate uh, tax. And I think the the... Interesting thing here is that um, the final numbers are a little bit lower than what, what we would have thought, and that's because the uh, government have, have paid about a, a billion to, to meet the overrun of the health budget last year. Um, and, you know, we've obviously had Stephen Donnelly on saying that, that the health service have experienced significant increase in demand driven by population growth and, and, and uh, you know, people over the age 65. The only thing I would probably counter some of that is that's not as if it's new news. You know, there isn't a sudden jump in, from year to year in in, in uh, the number of people who are, are 65 or over. And, and, you know, I would have thought that in any sort of budgetary plans, you would be factoring demographics into it. So I just I often wonder about uh, statements like that and that, that, you know, they don't necessarily ring through. But look, 
In, in terms of the tax receipts were very, very strong. They were 81 billion, or 88 billion, I should say, up nearly 5 billion or 6% in the previous year. But again, this focus on income tax, VAT and corporation tax, they're not necessarily sustainable in terms of relying on them going forward. And, you know, certainly if we, if we start seeing a slowdown in the global economy, you've got to wonder about the um, corporation tax and obviously VAT with inflation going uh, much higher over the last couple of years, VAT has naturally increased because it's 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 obviously a um, a factor of the the selling price of of any good. So again, need to think about that in the context of potentially inflation yeah. uh, coming back. Absolutely. A VAT is a tax on consumption. And if we consume more and more, of course, the VAT receipts will keep coming in. Uh, just to tell listeners uh, that Stephen Donnelly, the health minister, will be speaking uh, to Shane and Kira at uh, just after 8am. Uh, I'm, I'm sure this issue will come up as well. Um, the overspend, I'm sure that won't be ignored. Now, staying with the economy, Sarah Collins in the Irish Independent has a story about our inflation yeah, inflation rate climbed to 3.2% in December, um, according to flash estimates. Now, you know, people, the risk here is that you just write it off and you go, oh, well, you know, we have seen, um, uh, you know, energy prices go up over the last month. And there's that. And, and that's certainly the case. Um, oil prices have been very, very volatile, and I'm sure we're going to go and talk a bit about that. But I think the other thing that's probably worrying people is that it's not it's not really the usual suspects of food and energy that are driving this. We're starting to see services inflation pick up again, um, and service firms have seen their first uptick in in costs, both uh, wages and more general costs and the prices they charge to consumers um, over, over the last uh, couple of months. And I think this all ties into uh, the, the, you know, the big debate that's now raging in markets about what, what's going to happen in terms of interest rates on both sides of, of, of the Atlantic. Um, and I think the, the, the risk here is that there's still probably potential headwinds out there from what's going on in, in, in the Suez Canal, because people are focusing on the energy side of it but again you know so much of the goods that come into Europe go through that channel and we are starting to see um, freight costs pick up considerably um, for for the, the route from Asia into into northern Europe yeah. like they're up you know, in, in mid-December, they were up nearly, they nearly more than doubled, nearly tripled um, in, in, in a month. So it's worth keeping an eye on. Absolutely, it is. And we, I'll, I'll be dealing with this freight issue on Monday morning's programme as well, because freight prices per container have risen above $5,000. And they were in the hundreds, remember. The normal price is in the hundreds, and that's due to the Houthi rebels uh, attacking ships in the Red Sea. Uh, finally, the, there has been a bit of seesawing on the markets uh, this week. And as you say, it's all linked to what interest rates will do uh, on either side of the Atlantic. Yeah, look, I, I think as we, as we exited last year, the, the market has gotten way, way ahead of itself in terms of the interest rate cuts expectations that they have for both the, the um, for both the degree and the timing of those interest rate cuts in both Europe and in the US. Um, like if you look at where, where markets are now, you know, they're forecasting anywhere between one and a quarter and one and a half percent of interest rate cuts in the US and not quite as much in, in, in Europe, given that the, the relative rates are a lot 
lower in in Europe, and it just looks way ahead of itself. And I and I think the central banks have been trying to talk people back from it, but you know I don't know whether it was you know um, animal spirits or or whether it was festive spirits that that just got people to ignore it through the month of, of December. But we we've starting to see a repricing of that, and I think with the idea that inflation hasn't gone away, that the you know certainly in the US and the economy continues to to tick along very nicely. We're going to have jobs numbers out today. That'll be the first major data point uh, of the year. And, and you know, the economy remains okay. It's certainly not anywhere near a recession. So you've got to look at it from the, from the central bank's perspective and say, look, unless there is a, a very bad recession, um, if inflation is getting more managed, you know, there doesn't necessarily need to be this massive rush to be slashing um, interest rates only to find, say, six months or 12 months down the line yeah. that inflation has come back very, very strongly. Um, and I think right. that's what they're watching out for. Aidan, thank you so much. Um, enjoy your weekend and your first week uh, of 2024. That's Aidan Donnelly from Davies there. Back in a moment with the boss of NAMA. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.